Hi everyone, today is January 23rd, 2021. This is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week we got nothing going on. Like I could have gotten away with not even doing this episode. And this might be one of the shortest episodes in a really long time. There's nothing going on in the game. And just some PvE events. There's the Tag Duel Tournament where we got two cards... A new card from Dual Quest, which isn't very good. And really, that's it. Um, I know we're supposed to get the new upcoming news in the next few days. We're going to get Kaitenjo soon. But nothing. Um, I did hit King of Games, though, so I will talk a little bit about that King of Games report. Unfortunately, it was uh, Noble Knights over... Digital Bugs. I already did uh, my last deck deep dive on Noble Knights. But I'm obligated to talk about it again. And most of this week will be all about esports. So yeah, there won't be much to talk about. Sorry if this um, does not take up much time. But that is where we are in the game. Hopefully next week we'll have uh, more content from the game. I guess there is something to add, but I'll bring that up later. So... As mentioned before, I hit King of Games with uh, Noble Knights. Um, I guess I'll save the, the report for later, but Tag Duel Tournament is going on. I actually got three copies of the cards before before I even um, finished it. I'm not even done yet. Like I did the Special Cup or whatever. Or I, I didn't even finish the Special Cup and... I already got my um, my three copies of cards. There's no skill uh, to get from this event, from what I could tell. So it's just about getting those two cards. Obviously, if you've been keeping up, you don't really need that Gachi Gochi Dragon because um, I already have it. So that's like that was like a third chase card to get, but it's just two new cards, and I already got them all. So um, besides that, I think last week. Last time there was a bingo, there was a tour guide bingo, which I actually missed because I forgot to collect all my rewards. That's, I think I'm slipping up in the game, and that's something I would have caught before I would have collected my rewards, but I didn't. So I, I'm kind of kicking myself in the head um, a little bit for that, but, you know, we can't all be perfect in this game. So let's get to eSports. Talk about a few different tournaments, most of them from Duelings Meta, um, some of them from other sources. First one, the most recent one, I'm going in backwards order here, is Meta Freakly, Duelings Meta Freakly 33. And we are um, going to go over some of the meta shifts that are being observed with the meta. And it's becoming a very, um, unfortunately, it's becoming a less diverse meta, but a new meta. First place, V Bella Fior Balance. Blue eyes. So that's the thing that stands out over here. Balanced blue eyes. And basically it's Noble Knights and Blue Eyes going at it first place. And then there's Thunder Dragons and then there's no one else. Um, Noble Knights were always the balanced deck. Blue Eyes always ran Alternative Evolution or Ultimate Dragons. Now Blue Eyes are in this incognito. They're playing balance. And that's a good way to fool the opponent when you're not playing Kaiba. And what that has resulted in is the deck running six spells and six traps. 
And as evidence from this deck, you've got six traps, three Raigeki Breaks, and three Karma Cuts. Back then, I think I think a week ago, the Blue Eyes would have just gotten away with the three Karma Cuts. Got six spells, three cards of consonants, of course, one melody, and two ancient rules. And then the monsters are pretty much straightforward, nothing fancy. One alternative dragon, three white stone of ancients, one dragon sphere of white, three sage with eyes of blue, three blue eyes white dragon. So, you know, they had, you know, Cosmo Brain, they had um, the other stone of ancients, white stone of legend, I believe it was called. All that's been caught here. And you're pretty much. Um, Running the balance deck. Second place, Simo W. Harpies Hunting Ground Black Wings. This deck is barely clinging on to the tier list. This is a build. Um, Black Wings have been nerfed a little bit, so you don't, you don't see them that much anymore. Um, three offerings to the Doomed. That was a card that was played with the deck quite a bit. Thanks to the immense card advantage from Black Whirlwind. Um, Necro Valley, Book of the Moon... Otherwise, it's pretty much just the same same old hodgepodge of Blackwing monsters. Top 4, Tinoco level duplication Thunder Dragon. So we see, we're going to talk about some more Thunder Dragon decks later, but they've pretty much gotten a new dual skill in level duplication, and this is a skill that can really help in their XZ's plays. They are a deck that has an ability to get onto the board with big XZ's plays with their special summoning capabilities. And as evidence from this extra deck, you've got two Synchro Monsters, uh, Vermilion Dragon and Onamaru. But then you've got an XZ's menu here, Rank 8, Hieratic, Sun Dragon, Overlord of Heliopolis. Two Constellar Ptolemy M7, I have to learn how to say that word. Um, rank 6, Number 25, Force Focus. And then uh, Rank 5, Adrius, Keeper of Armageddon. Also seen in this deck is Skullmeister. A card that has been used as a tech card against graveyard plays. And now he is back. Two copies of him. Um, you just need him in your hand to negate. It's kind of like a debunk from the hand, pretty much. Except it only hits the graveyard. And with the top two decks in the meta, Noble Knights and Blue Eyes being graveyard decks, it's a very good place for it. Top four, Tavir K, level duplication, Thunder Dragons. Again, the notable thing about this deck, it's probably a budget deck because this player is running two copies of Levianir. Pretty much every competitive Thunder Dragon deck will run three copies. He does run Chaos Sorcerer. Uh, this is a card that you kind of do see as an alternative. It's like a light uh, Chaos Dragon Levianir with some nice banish ability. Alright. Also, honorable mention here, 3D Bounce Worms. We haven't seen Worms. This is the Zex Jägen build, which we've seen pretty much as the best Worm deck before in the past, but nothing uh, crazy, but top 32 for 3D. All right, Duel Links Meta Weekly, 160. First place, Furman with Balanced Noble Knights. This is the Hey Trunid version, which is the version I play, which I'll be talking about later. Um, fewer traps here. That's seven trap cards. Um, Pelinor has been dropped from some decks, but Furman likes playing Pelinor. No uh, Noble Knight Brothers. Usually you pick one or the other. I unfortunately have both. Uh, oh yeah, and this guy's also running Star Liege Paladynamo, which I run in my extra deck too. So this deck's very similar to the one I got King of Games with, except um, mine's cheaper. 
Second place, Zumaz, Balance, Noble Knights. This one chooses Noble Knight Brothers over Pelinor, so there you go. Got a lot of discard traps here. Three Raigeki Break, three Karma Cut, and uh, three of the Noble Arms Trap, which is often used as the cost for those trap cards. An interesting thing we see in Noble Knights decks, um, they've, they run Typhoon in the side deck and also... Um, Iatos, Celestial Sword Iatos, which is interesting because Guardian Iatos is not in the deck. Top 4, Leonardo, Master of Destiny Desperado. So, this deck is about to fall off the Tier 1. Uh, it's going to become the main Tier 2 deck, probably. And what we see is a new tech card, Ally of Justice Quarantine, which is a very fitting name given uh, COVID, but what this card does is neither player can special summon light monsters. And this is a really good card given that the top two decks in the meta are light and dark. And even um, Thunder Dragons use a lot of light monsters. So this is a very good tech card even if you're playing ranked duels. You're just going to see those decks all the time. Everyone's like playing blue. I think there's a lot more blue eyes than Noble Knights. Um, I have... Yeah, there's just like a million blue eyes. So, Ally of Justice Quarantine, if you can fit it in. Top four, Refresh, Ultimate Dragons, Blue Eyes. Um, you know, this is what most Blue Eyes decks look like. And one Alternative Dragon, three White Stone of Ancients, one Spirit of White, three Sage of Eyes of Blue, three Blue Eyes, two Book of the Moon, three Cards of Consonants, one Melody of Waking Dragon, and three Karma Cuts. So they didn't make room for the trap cards, obviously, because this is not playing the balance build. That's it. Okay. Dueling's Taiwan Weekly, 134. First place, Grucius. Draw since Dark Invoked Magician Girl. This card, this deck, uh, is back from the dead for now. Um, all the handicaps, you know, limit three on Alistair in Invocation. No more Cosmic Cyclone. Um, still here. This deck has 11 trap cards of the 20 cards, so it's heavy on control. Um, it's always been heavy on control, this deck, from its roots as an element saber deck. So there you go. And an interesting development here is in the extra deck, there is Sylvan Princess Sprite, which can work with the Berry Magician Girl. Second place, Fallen Angel Level Duplication and Thunder Dragon. So, um, yeah, valuable deck in the meta, like with level duplication. They've got the whole menu for their uh, extra deck with the XZ's plays. Uh, this one runs DD Crow as the tech card, similar to um, the Skullmeister, but less attack. You get to banish the card from the graveyard instead of disabling it. So it's it's a more permanent fix, but has no attack, I guess. This one does run three Levineers and Chaos Sorcerer. Top four, Softcoon with Onomatopoeia. Um, this is a deck I really don't know how it works at all, but it does run two Heytrunades and three Gagaga Bolts, which are cards. Gagaga Bolt is a card that you can use. You can use all of them in a turn if you have them all. And it's just a very simple control card. If you control a Gagaga Monster, target one card in the field, destroy it. So removal, situational on your monsters being on the board. This makes me think it's a very aggressive deck. They also have Dododo Draw which uh, lets you draw two cards. These cards are pretty powerful, like Cards of Consonants. Um, 
Yeah. Just just to tell you what this deck looks like. Three Utopic Onomatopoeia. Three Zubabavancho Gagaga Coat. One Gagaga Mancer. Two Gagaga Sister. One Dododo Driver. One Lance. Three Gagaga Bolt. Two Hatronade. Three Dododo Draw. And one Gagaga Wind. Top four Uchiha David. Balance. Uh, Blue Eyes. I don't know if I wrote this one down. Oh yeah, so this is the first. This is the first deck I saw that run ran balanced blue eyes, and uh, yeah, paved the way. Last tournament is Path to King's Castle number six. First place, Groovy two balanced Noble Knights. So this deck runs three Cosmic Cyclones, which isn't the most common thing in Noble Knights. They do run three R for Duders as well, so it's pretty heavy on that back row removal. Other than that, um. They play Brothers over Pelinor, which is a thing that I've been tracking. Yep, okay, that's it. Second place, and Jafra play Alternative Evolution Blue Eyes. Very linear deck. Um, no Karma Cuts in this deck. Three Raigeki Breaks, and that is it. Top four, David McGree. Level Duplication Thunder Dragon. So they found, you know, the perfect skill. Um... For all their XZ's plays, and also helps with the synchro, getting more stars on those monsters. This deck runs DD Crow uh, as a tech card. And top four Ryo Pain level duplication Thunder Dragons. Again, same thing. So, in terms of the tier list, the tier list itself, um, it has tier two. You know, they have Noble Knights as tier one. Tier 2, we got Blue Eyes, Desperado, Thunder Dragons, Tier 3, Black Wings, Gookie, Invoke Neos. But I personally like looking at the power rankings to see where the trends are going. Noble Knights have pretty much stayed stable with minor increase or decrease, 20.7. Blue Eyes have shot up to 14.5. Pretty much it's just Noble Knights and Blue Eyes. But Thunder Dragons are on the tail. It could be a three, three-headed race here. Thunder Dragons are always around 14. Desperado, I would say they're going to fall into the tier 2 on these power rankings. They're 12.8. Tier 2, we have nothing. Tier 3, they've made an adjustment where they cut it off at 3 instead of 2. So tier 3 only includes uh, decks with power levels between 3 and 5. We have Invoke Neos at 4.4, Gookie at 3.9, Black Wings at 3.9. And some some car, some uh, decks have been dropped off because they're in the twos, probably. Masked Heroes, Witchcrafters, Cyber Dragon, Ritual Beasts, and Satellar Knights. These are pretty much the tier four. And I'm just making that up. There's no tier four in this tier list. All right, let's get to the PVE event. Uh, PVE event, yes. It's a tag duel tournament. This is one of my favorite events. Um, like I said, I got... I got all three of my cards by not even finishing the event. That's as good as it gets. And, um, yeah, they did recycle pretty much the same uh, people, though. It's like it didn't really change from the last Tag Duel tournament. So you're pretty much playing in the same groups. Um, there is a Zexel Cup now, though, so that's different. Uh, I think they had a DSOD Cup last time, so now it's Zexel. Yeah. Two new cards. First one is Red Eyes Darkness Dragon. Level 9 Dark Dragon 2400 2000. Cannot be normal summoned or sent. Must be special summoned from your hand by tributing one Red Eyes Black Dragon. 
cannot be special summoned other ways. This card gains 300 attack for each dragon monster in your graveyard. So before Blue Eyes came out, Red Eyes were the masters of the graveyard. Now Blue Eyes are doing it better, and Red Eyes have fallen by the wayside. This kind of lets you take advantage of those trap cards like um, Red Eyes Spirit. Man, I'm even forgetting the name of those cards. But there's like trap cards that bring Red Eyes out of the graveyard. And what this card does is you basically can special summon uh, this card. It gets stronger. And then you use a trap card to bring back the other Red Eyes. That's very not impressive at all. Um, not exciting at all. I, I, there's, no, there's nothing to say. And even if you're bringing back that other card, this card gets weaker because that card comes back from the graveyard. So you basically have two Red Eyes. You're not going to XZ them because this is a level 9 and that's a level 7. So you can't even do a rank 7 XZ play with it. It's just a beater, and you're probably running um, beatdown or something. Very old strategy here, nothing nothing too exciting. And and this is even a card, let's say you're trying to make your Red Eyes deck better, you're not going to run a lot of these cards because they're going to break your hand. You might just run one in your deck. So um, this does not help Red Eyes uh, come back into prominence in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, this is not a very good card. Okay, but not very good. The other new card we get is Neos, which is an equip spell. Equip only to Elemental Hero Neos. It gains 800 attack. When it destroys a monster by battle and sends it to the graveyard, inflict damage to your opponent equal to half the original attack of the destroyed monster in the graveyard. During the end phase, shuffle this card into the deck. This is a flashy card. Neos, 2500 attack, becomes 33. You inflict half burn based on the attack damage, so it's kind of like... um. That girl's name is Cyber Angel Benten. Benten did defense though. So this is this is there's also another monster that did this. Um it's a kind of dinosaur monster. Conductor uh, uh Tyranno Ultimate Tyranno Conductor. I think that did fifteen hundred, which is pretty good too, but um the problem with this card is it it only works for Neos. And there's already a, a much better equip spell called Favorite Hero. Favorite Heroes are very, like, OTK decks. And this one might not even get you to OTK. It's, like, only if you're hitting a really weak, uh, a, like, a monster with the attack that just works out um, for them to lose the game. But Favorite Hero can get a Neos, like, at 5,000 or 6,000 attack. Because it adds the 2,000 defense um to their attack and then they get hit twice this card you just hit them once and you inflict burn and you shuffle us back into the deck and that's it so neos aren't an equipped deck um this is a card that you don't have to run a ton of them but with favorite hero being you know gives them a big buff gives them protection against a back row activation it gets a spell out of the deck and the extra attack that has so many more advantages over Neos Force. Uh, favorite hero is definitely better, and you're you're not running an equipped deck, as I said. Now, even though I like this event a lot, I do have a complaint. Just looking at these cards, there is a Star Blast here, and this is a card that's at limit one, and they keep giving it giving it a, as a reward as a from the UR pool. So. 
you know, there's Red Eyes Darkness, Kachi Kochi, which is good. And then Star Blast. This is a card we only need one of. They should just stop giving it to us um, once we have enough. It really becomes nothing. We're pretty much getting nothing as a reward here, which could have been another card. Uh, like another new card instead of Star Blast. I get it for I get it for people who are like taking breaks from the game or whatever, but you know, they're they're giving us a lot of copies of a card that we can only play one of, which sucks. Alright. Dual quest. Pretty lackluster dual quest in terms of rewards. We got Dark Chimera and Sword Arm of Dragon, which are cards that do not have multiples of fifty, which is that's kind of cool. Ruins of the Divine Dragon Lords. A Mokuba card that we get, you know, extra copies of now. Dark Energy, which is a very old card. And Stealth Bird. This is the only new card here. It's a Dark Winged Beast, level 3, 700 attack, 1700 defense. Once per turn, you can change this card to face down defense. When it's flipped, summoned, inflict 500 damage to your opponent. This is a nerfed burn card to normally 1000. Um, this is not that good. You could continuously use this card. Sure, you can inflict 500 each turn. But it's better to stick to monsters that get destroyed or get flip effects off. You know, this would have been great as a flip effect card. Uh, but it's a pseudo flip. You have to get that uh, flip summon off. You have to make this card survive somehow. That's pretty much the toughest thing. And it's not very good. Um, you're building a burn deck. This card probably doesn't even make it, unfortunately. The last thing there is to talk about is um, King of Games. And I hit King of Games with Noble Knights yesterday. Actually, it was the day before. And what I have to say about Noble Knights is they're very good. <laughs> um, I think I got this this uh, King of Games with 89 wins, which is something very throwback. I haven't done that in a while. Um and, you know, once, basically, I just got my ass uh, playing the game again. Like, I was just not playing a lot, and I was toying around with digital bugs or whatever, and then I was just like, you know, screw it. Let's just get those 200 gems and play Noble Knights. So, you know, I've been, I just looked through deck lists and stuff, and the last uh, Meta Weekly winner, you ran a deck that minimized the amount of discard trap cards you play. And that got me thinking about what to do with the deck. So it kind of like made my deck based off a few different ideas. I check off. I check the ideas um, that other Noble Knight players run. And I'm I'm curious here if I'm the first person to hit King of Games with Noble Knights just running two copies of Merlin. I want I want to know. Am I the first? Uh, let me see. I'm on Duel Links Meta's website. I'm going to filter King of Games on Noble Knights. Where are Noble Knights? There's been 74 in the last two weeks. This guy has three... Mine has two. Let's see what we got here. This guy's three, 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 
three, three, three, three, three. All right. Just based, just looking at ten noble knight decks. I think it's safe to say I'm the first one to get King of Games with two Merlins. And that basically means I just bought through the box twice um, instead of spending another 6 or $7 on the third copy. Now, I got away with this because I already had Noble Knights. I already had Madrot. I had three copies of Madrot. I had three copies of Dristan, which you only need one of. And that was pretty much it for Noble Knights. Uh, I had two copies of this. Um, because I only have two buy-throughs of the deck, in addition to the two Merlin, I only have two copies of until Noble Arms are needed once again. And in the extra deck, I think um, Sacred Noble Knight of King Artorgus, you only needed two anyways. Um, Artorgus, King of the Noble Knights, you only needed two. And Sacred Noble Knight of King Kustinen from the, from the new deck, you only needed one. And you pretty much fill out the um, extra deck however you want. But basically, you know, I hit King of Games just by buying two buy-throughs and just going through this deck um it's a little bit of a hybrid just because i'm missing that merlin i've I've talked about how decks have made a compromise between picking pelinor or brothers and i pretty much have both of them because i have the space i need to fill out monsters i wanted 11 monsters in the deck it seemed like the minimum for noble knight decks so i do have both of those cards now, following other trends, I do run two Hatrunades in this deck. I do like it a lot. I prefer it over uh, the Cosmic Cyclone play. Um, it just, you know, it just... Um, whenever you get a chance to use your semi-limit, it's, very good. it's a nice idea because they're good cards. Um, you know, I get that balance. You know, you're kind of stuck with that spell sometimes, but... Most of this deck is spell cards. Like, that's the predominant... Well, there's 11. There's 11 monsters, 11 spells, and 8 eight traps. So I guess it's tied with the monsters. But more than likely, you're going to have 2 spells. So it doesn't really hurt you if you just get Hatrunia and nothing else. I don't think that has ever happened to me. Um, I do run 3 Arfordooters, which is something I've followed. Um, decks were doing that a lot. And... Like I mentioned before, the past meta weekly winner was running very few discard for cost trap cards. So, you know, previously I was running like three Karma Cuts and Ballista Squad and two Raigeki Breaks or something, but I've really cut down. In terms of the Monster Core, three Madrot, of course. Not much more to say. I think I feel like I've talked about Noble Knights so much that. You know, just rehashing it all is a bit repetitive. So 3 Madrod, of course, this is a card you need. And you get it from the box, so that's why a lot of people bought 3 of it. Um, when you're playing Madrod, you equip a spell for the um, Gwen Huai Far, and then you destroy it, and then you attach, you get to summon a monster. So usually it's going to be Boars. I run 2 copies of Boars. Some decks run 3. I think two is fine. Um, you use boars to search out a spell. Or, no, you search out the uh, Gwen Huai Far and two 
until noble arms are needed again play. That's pretty much the core play for noble knights. Uh, sometimes you break that rule. You have Gwenhui Far or you have the trap card already in your hand. And in that case, you search for uh, some other noble arm equip spell. But basically, that's the main play. Sometimes you go with uh, Dristan to knock out a card on the board. And it's worth mentioning that Madrot and Boars become level 5 dark monsters when they're equipped. Dristan stays as a level 4 light monster. Now, as I mentioned before, Merlin is the most important card here. I only run 2, which means you can get King of Games with just 2. Um, Merlin's primarily useful for the ability to Xyz summon while in the graveyard. So, smart players... Like it's a disadvantage when you're playing Noble Knights and your opponent has a Karma Cut waiting for you. That's why um, having the Hate Trunade's good. Having uh, Forbidden Lance is fine. I think Forbidden Lance works for against that um, Cosmic Cyclone. Sure, like even though I just said I preferred Hate Trunade, you can use Cosmic Cyclone against that against that Karma Cut there. But when they interfere with Merlin, you're pretty much lose. Like. They hit Merlin, and then you have no follow-through, because that's your normal summon. Merlin's you know, great when you're going first, and then you get to mess with your opponent when they're wasting their Dragon Spirit of White on something, or they're wasting some kind of removal on a guy who's going to be used as XC's material, you know? So Merlin's very good at that. Now, um, Gwen Huai Far, she is the... As I said, the main play with Boars, you search for her and two of the trap... And you're going to equip her no matter what, because what, no matter if she's in your hand or if she's in your graveyard, she's going to be equipped to Madrot. So, key card in making the level 5 XC's play. She also allows those Dark Monsters to affect destroy stuff. So, that's a non-targeting ability. It's a very nice ability um, against... I've used it on, like, a, a Dark Calvary and I just killed him. I mean, he attacked me, so I just killed him with the Gwen Huai Far. So she's pretty good. Um, now the other two accessory cards, Helenor. Um, Helenor, frankly, I didn't use him a ton for his effect. And that's why people cut it, because he's not the best. But he is 1900 attack. And that's worth something sometimes. And Noble, Noble Knight's Brothers. This card almost never attacks, because it can't. Usually you use this to ramp into an Xyz play. Otherwise, sometimes you're desperate. It's okay leaving a 2400 defense monster onto the board. Those are the monsters. In terms of the Noble Arms spells, three of the quick play Glory of the Noble Knights. I frankly did not use this card that much, but it is good for thinning out the deck. Uh, Three are for Duders. This is something that decks started to do, and I think it's a great idea. Previously, I think the, when I began this month, I was playing just one Arfiduter, and once they banished that, that was it, pretty much. So, that was that. It's nice using Arfiduter multiple times a turn. You could just pass it along the Noble Knights and just keep hitting stuff on the board. They're weaker, but then you use them for Xyz material, so who cares? One Caliburn. I, previous, I think I began this month playing the Solemn Scolding build, and the Solemn Scolding build is the only one where you want to gain a ton of life points, and having multiple copies of Caliburn will help against that. But with this deck, I don't really care about gaining life, so I only have one. One Gallatin. 
This is when you want your power play. It's it's a good card. And one copy of Noble Arms of Destiny. This is regarded as the best Noble Arms equip spell. A lot of decks run two of them, and I don't fault them. It's a good it's a good card to have. Um, saves your skin a lot. And like I said, I run I run two hate runades as my semi limit card. Great against the meta because of those karma cuts. Um, basically lets you survive your turn to turn. That's it. That's all I have to say. Hatred Nate's good. Now traps, you only have one core trap here. It's until noble arms are needed once again. This is a card you can do for your scry, uh, scry card advantage play. But most, you know, I just discard this card sometimes. Like, it's fine getting tossed with boars. Use boars as a ability and you toss it and then you get to do tricky stuff from the graveyard. That's pretty much what this card is for, is to do tricky stuff from the graveyard. Usually that's Streisten who's doing that. Uh, the other cards. Three copies of Paleo Canadia. This is, um, you know, I had Book of the Moon and I wanted to use it, but it was another spell card. So this is pretty much the same thing. Um, Paleo Canadia kind of fell off the meta when um, Invoked was really strong because you leave a monster with zero defense and then they can Purgatrio and pierce you for a ton of damage. It also helps that there are fewer Dark Calvaries out there now, so um, this card's pretty good. And the monster is immune to monster destruction, so that hap- that's good against Noble Knights and Blue Eyes. Three copies of that card, one Raigeki Break and one Karma Cut. You could go either way with this, I think, because Karma Cut's definitely better against like, like against Blue Eyes. You could just kill them with a Karma Cut. If they've gotten more blue guys out and you take them out then they're done and Rageki break has an advantage of hitting any card on the field so that's why i have it and then the last card is dust tornado this is a card that that meta weekly winner did play i think he had two copies but only have one um just just more spell trap removal i guess this is good against necro valley frankly if dust tornado wasn't here it didn't really matter like it's just another removal there's not much more to say about it. it. Let's you set another card. But I never really I didn't even use that ability. So that's the deck. X extra deck, two copies of Sacred Noble Knight of King Artorius. This is uh very good. It made the deck what it was. Yeah, sometimes there's a there's a little OTK with this card too. Um like with help from Merlin, you can hit with your guys and then use this. Or you can get the Caliburn, Gallatin, and Gwen Huai Far, and you hit for 4,000. That's pretty good, too. Uh, Artorigus, King of Noble Knights. This is normally the back row control. And with all the back row control I already have, I don't think I even use this card that much. Like, I don't remember the last time I played this card, frankly. This one's pretty good. Uh, Sacred Noble Knight of King Kustin, and this is against... This is good for bouncing stuff. That's his main purpose. He doesn't have much attack. And he does float into another um, Xyz monster. So that's pretty good. Overall, uh, pretty much what made Noble Knights the best deck is this card. The other cards. Um, Star Leech, Paladynamo. I just have this from the selection box. And it fits 12 Noble Knights being two level 4 light monsters. That's what Noble Knights are. And then you can make a monster have zero attack. So it's pretty cool if you want 
that ability. I don't think I ever used it though. Like, I think I used it, but I don't think it made me win the game. Like, it wasn't. I never used the ability to help me win a game. I just did it to show off. Black Ship of Corn. Um, rarely use this card, frankly. Um, yeah, it could have been Di- Diamond Direwolf, and I didn't know. And then Gaia Dragon, the Thunder Charger. This lets you use. This lets you convert your um, Sacred Noble Knight of King Artorgus after you've spent his abilities or whatever, and turn him into Gaia Dragon, the Thunder Charger. Pretty good if you want piercing. I think that's pretty much the main play with this card. Because the Artorgus, Sacred Noble Knight of King Artorgus, will have equipped spells on him. So, um, I did use it to win a game, I think. It helped me pressure an opponent to... Because you're playing against Blue Eyes most of the time. They're playing those uh, stones in defense. They have like very little defense. So you, hit, you pierce them for 2,000 or so, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I, this this deck just beats Blue Eyes. Like, I think that's why I hit King of Games with so little resistance after I switched this deck. It beats Blue Eyes. Blue Eyes are like half of the decks you play in ranked right now. And in the mirror match, it's a little tougher, but you typically have an advantage playing against the mirror because you know all their plays. Thunder Dragons, I did face a little bit, but everything else was pretty easy. Um,. Occasionally run to that rogue deck that beats you, but you know, meta is super soft right now, and I will I will say it's pretty easy to hit King of Games, and I think you know as I as I'll gloat again, I'm the first one to do it with just two Merlins. That's my um, that's my claim to fame today. All right, so that is it for the podcast. I make it to forty minutes. I think I will. Upcoming news, we get to obtain Kaitenjo next week. In a couple days, actually, two days, we'll get to obtain Kaitenjo, so that's something cool. We'll talk about his level-up cards and reward cards. Mission Circuit of a new SR card called Linear Accelerator Cannon. They've already made the improvements to the dual screen. I think they've... The deck builder has some new things, too, so that's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, and next week... We'll we'll have the upcoming news for next uh, for February next week. So thanks for listening to this abbreviated episode of the podcast. Listen and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast or search the dual assessment. You'll see all these notes on the dualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at the dualassessment at gmail.com. Or you can find my fairly inactive Twitter account at dual underscore assessment or my own even more abandoned account at Green Ranger CCG. Alright, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.